Coach, I got a question for you. DP, please jump Go in ahead, there. Man. Okay, so I played in Nebraska. 97 was my senior year. Of course, Coach Osborne retired in 1997. I know you were able to be underneath, you know, coaches' tools as far as football goes. Some of the plays and some of the things, did you take some of the stuff to Wisconsin from Nebraska? i tell you what I took from Nebraska. I, I played for Bob Devaney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the great one. And, you know, the out-of-season program, Nebraska was the first – First team in the country to have a, a full-time strength coach when they hired Boyd Epley. Boyd was a classmate of mine. Um, and, the, and the walk-on program. Uh, back then, Nebraska, we had so many players. Uh, you know, there were unlimited numbers in the Big Eight when I, when I played. You know, the freshman team had 75, 80 guys. Yeah. They had their own schedule. And spring practice, I can remember we, we used to scrimmage in shifts. You have three teams practice in the morning and two in the afternoon. We had five teams, offense and defense. So, and a lot of those guys weren't scholarship guys. They were guys trying to earn scholarships. Yeah. Well, that's one reason I liked Wisconsin because there's one Division One school in the state like Nebraska. Even though Nebraska is a sparsely populated state, um, they like football, and um, you know you, the kids want to play there. Same thing with Wisconsin. I give them an opportunity. They walk on. Uh, they do well enough. You earn a scholarship. And, and uh, so I built a walk-on program like Nebraska's. And then, um, you know, I, I, I based my, my whole thing on running the football because I knew I, in, in Wisconsin we get big guys. We don't have a lot of speed there in that state. Yeah. You know, but we got big palookas. And so I knew I could have big lines. And, and, uh, and then we go out and find running backs and skilled players. But, um the thing I took more than anything else from there was how you run a program, being physical. That was that was my makeup because that's what I, the way I learned it, and then uh, the, and the walk-on program. Well, that's what I was going to ask because you're absolutely right. One of the biggest staunch type of runners that I've ever seen is just a bruiser. Was Ron Dane? Yeah. Like, how was you able to kind of say you know? Because other people probably would have looked at Ron at linebacker or DN. Fullback. Yeah. Fullback. Right? So how did you come to the realization that, you know what, Ron is going to be my bell cow? I watched I watched film. Ronnie was highly recruited. He came down to us and us and uh, he's from New Jersey. Us in Ohio State. Um, and, but we had taken some players from that school. I watched Ron and, and it was a very simple high school film and he was lined up about a yard behind the quarterback. And they'd turn around and they'd hand him the ball and he'd mush it and the line would move. But every once in a while, they'd give him a little room and he'd get in the secondary. He'd run four or five. He was 200. He showed up. He was 260. Yeah. He just he just won the the, uh, the high school, the na- national discus and shot put out in California. Wow. And he, on his way back, he stopped in as a freshman. And my strength coach came up and said, this cat weighs 265 pounds. And he just want beat everybody in the 10-yard sprint. You know, he, he had burst. He could run. And I told him when I recruited him, I said, you like to carry the ball? He said, yeah. I said, man, it's, pre- it's not very heavy. I'm going to give it to you a lot of times. And I did. He <laughs> said he carried the ball. There were games he carried 47. He went one, one, one stretch, 47 times, 49 times, 51 times Oof. in three straight weeks. 
He tried, I wouldn't let him out of the game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he, he, he put tapping his helmet. I said, no, no, one more. First. <laughs> right. One more first down. Because, hey, Coach, you, you know, uh, once they start hitting off a big run, they get a boost of energy, right? You know that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just want another one. Yeah. <laughs> Coach, no this, this thing has transitioned. It's evolved and re-evolved. The conference itself has re-evolved. The style of play and now the reach. Now it's California is included in this thing. I think back now. There wasn't long ago they were saying you're reaching to get Nebraska. Right? Like, like this, was the, this was as far west as it goes. And now it's California. For you, style of play, NIL, transfer portal, where does coach stand on, on the state of the game? You know what? Um, I, I told my, you know, before I retired, I told all my coaches, at 23 teams at Wisconsin, I told them that, I don't worry about transfers. Um, that's your responsibility. If a kid, if you, you recruited him, you were in their home, you met their parents, you see whether they're helicopter parents, you see what kind of kid he is, um, you brought him in here, you recruit him. If you can't build a relationship with a player where he, does, where he doesn't want to let you down and wants to play for you, if, he, if you can't build that kind of relationship and he wants to leave, that's on you. That's on you. So uh, if the kid's not happy, let him go. I, I don't have any problem with that. I, I really don't. The NIL, I was always for that, but you cannot allow it to get involved in the recruitment. If the kid's smart enough, I, I, I like what a lot of the schools are doing as far as teaching the kids uh, how to market themselves, how to manage their money. Um, you got to pay tax, which all none of them know, understand mm-hmm. that. Right. <laughs> you know, you make you, you, you do something for a thousand bucks, you don't get a thousand bucks. You know, yeah. They don't understand all that. So, you learn a little business, you learn a little the, the way of the world, uh, and you learn how to market yourself. Because uh, I'm I'm all for anything the kids, whatever you can do for the kids, you do it. I like it. I, I like where we're going. I think it's going to settle, settle down. It's not about some of these schools, and you're reading about kids signing and how much money they're going to get hell you got to go play mm-hmm. and make your make your name valuable yeah yeah i don't have any problem with that hey yeah. coach i wanted to ask you growing up uh this is jay Foreman, by the way um i know jay Foreman. i know coach i'm not gonna ask you why you didn't <laughs> get alfred scholarship, scholarship. <laughs> I'm, being, coach, I'm gonna tell you coach i didn't finally get hey, coach I, hey, i'm gonna tell you man hey the former linebacker i might want to come tackle you but i didn't got over it man you know what i'm saying hey i'm gonna tell you hey i'm gonna tell you people out there coach alvarez i was so hey, i'm gonna tell you i grew up going against carl mccullough and i'm thinking like man i did him in jason subtle i did him in i wanted to go to wisconsin so bad and they ain't hey, but i want to ask you this though growing up watching watching the big 10 right how proud are you that the Big Ten went from, like, oh, it's slow. And you probably knew it was better than what people would think back when I was in high school in the 90s to, I think, and me and DP argue, I think Big Ten is the best brand of football top to bottom. How proud are you? And talk about the transition yeah. of finally people understanding, like, what the Big Ten's been for probably five years prior to, yeah, like, you know, being, that's being okay. there. That's okay. They can th- anybody can think whatever they want. Sure, that's true. But then when you line up against a Big Ten school, uh, Southern Cal, the AD at Southern Cal called me. He wants me to go out and talk to, to his coaches about coming into the Big Ten. And I'm going to tell you what, what I will tell those coaches. I'm going to tell you what, what, what I heard uh, je- when, when Penn State came in. Mm-hmm. We played Penn State, and uh, – the next week, middle of the week, it's on a Wednesday, I get a call from Coach Paterno. He says, you know what? He said, 
we haven't practiced since we since we played the game. We're so beat up after we played you, <laughs> right? And then you might have to turn around next week and play Iowa, Iowa, right. and and they're going to do the same thing, right. right? And Minnesota's going to do the same thing. And if you aren't physical enough up front, if you don't have defensive linemen that can hold up, you can't play in this league. Right. And and then our guys are going to spread you out. They're going to throw the ball around, right. but they're going to beat you up first. You, they're going to you're going to have to prove that you can stand in there man. and be physical enough to play right. and I, i'm proud of that and and uh you know so that, that's the thing and then I, I you know i just read about someone some someone sent me a clipping from from omaha talking about you know nebraska hasn't been good in stopping a run since they've been in the league and and you wonder why they haven't done well well right. yeah there it is yeah, that's, it. that's the ultimate equalizer to these old basketball on grass uh, another thing i wanted to ask you about is when you talk about being physical, right? Me and VJ, we grew up, you know, with Coach Osborne, so you knew, you know, how the practices were. Just talk about being physical. It's, you can't just do it on Saturday. It's just like no. a way of life. And people don't understand it when I say it. Now as a, as a yeah, coach, you know, you, you'll give your explanation on that. I, I watch practice. I, I used to go, my guy, I'd, I'd go 20 minutes every day inside drill. Right, that's mm-hmm. it. That's seven on seven. Mm-hmm. And my guy, my coaches actually end up getting upset with me. You, we got to back off. Let's just do X amount of plays. Right. So I'd go rapid fire. Right, I would right. yeah. ones, twos, ones, two. Right. Just go rapid fire. Ones, you know, going good against good. We wouldn't tackle, but you're, I mean, it's full. It's full go for the line, right. and and that carries over to the right. game. I'm, I go watch practices. I don't see anybody doing that. I can't even see the offensive line. I'm looking around. Where the hell are yeah, they? Right. I mean, I, I walk on my practice field. I walk on Nebraska's practice field. You know those those no, big no, horses. No, that's yeah. the line over there. Right. I go some of these places, and I look around. Where the hell's the line? Right. They all look the same. <laughs> they all look Tight the same. in on down. Right. Yeah. They all look yeah. the same. So um, that's the thing in our league. You're going to have to line. You know, I don't care whether we run it. We, our, our, our teams throw it around well enough. Well enough, right. Yeah. yeah. And, and we have some teams that spread it out and throw it. But to win this league, you better be physical. And you better be able to bounce back after playing a physical game because the next week you're going to do it again. Right. So I, I'm really proud of the football that we play here. I think our coaches in this league are outstanding. Exactly. I think, yep. I think you know, top to bottom, every, you go every school. Um, and, and you have outstanding coaches, and so um, I, I like the brand of football we play. We're here with the legend. We're here with the legend. Barry. Former Husker. He's still a Husker. Yeah. He's, just, he's yeah. just somewhere else. <laughs> but, Coach, here's where we are. Ohio State has its place in the conference. Wisconsin, Michigan, Nebraska all looking up or at least – trying to achieve what they've achieved and take their place at the top of the conference on a regular basis. You're the coach. Take us in. How do you make that happen? Well, I was the same way when I came in. So what I did when I took the program over in 1990, you had to beat Ohio State and Michigan. So I devised everything I did in the offseason and everything else, my style of play. How am I going to beat them? I'm not going to get as good players. I don't have access mm-hmm. to the players right. Ohio State has. Yeah. you got good players in Ohio. They have a, a, a reputation and, and their brand. They can go all over the country and get the best players. I can't do that at Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. In, my, in, in my state, I'm going to get five to eight players a year. Yeah. Uh, so i got to go outside. So how are you going to do it? Um, so I, I came up with a plan. we got to be bigger. 
I got to get linemen. We got to run the ball. We got to shorten the game. We got to hold on to the football. Play field, play uh, field position, right. and uh, and we have good success against them. Um, no. Styles make fights, right? Yeah. That also, I wanted to ask you, and I talk about this all the time. How important is character to playing football, not only in the Big Ten or period, but especially at Wisconsin? Yeah. Because well, it's not California. And it's not the glitz and glamour. It's not sexy. But Actually, you have it to. Is. It is. is. Sexy? Hey, let me tell you. Let me, hey, you I'm want to be in Madison. You want to be in Madison. Let me tell you something. Really? I had, I'm telling you. If you the, they have there, the, you want to be in Madison. Let me tell you something. When, when Nebraska goes, I ate more bratwurst up there and had more spotted cow <laughs> than I had in two years. And it was the, I had the best time ever. Nebraska got beat off, the, ran off the field. But I had a great time in <laughs> Madison. Right. 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 <laughs> right. Saw me, right. Did it again. Right. But talk about character. No, and how yeah. important it is to football, and that's the separator that will say, hey, a kid from a five-star from Texas versus a four-star from Illinois, and he goes to Wisconsin and takes off. We're de- I, I called us, always called us a developmental program, and I, I've had there, – there weren't stars back when right. I was recruiting, but, but highly recruited kids come in. I didn't like them, or the players that hosted them didn't like them because I'd always go to them. I'd call, talk to them Sunday morning. How'd they fit during the visit? Right. Um, did they fit in? Will they be good here? Will you, do you, did you like him? You want him as a teammate. They say no, whoop, I'm out. Mm. We're not going to recruit him. not going to offer a scholarship. Yeah. Um, we, we wanted people. I, you know, when I went into every home, I knew uh, what I was, what, who I was recruiting, what I was recruiting. I wanted good characters. I wanted guys that, that you want to be next to, guys that you trust. And uh, that, that's, part, that's part of our program. That's that's who we, we were, and I think Paul's done that. Brett did it when he was there with me. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's just part of the deal. Coach, what made Coach Devaney great? Coach Devaney, he was unique. He was really – Bob Devaney was ahead of his time in how he practiced. Um, and he, he had coaches that could go out and recruit. You know, he was recruiting nationally. Uh, back then, when I played, I didn't even realize this. I'm sitting here with four brothers. Okay? Right. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> okay. We played Alabama two years in a row for the national championship. They didn't have they, – they were still – they hadn't integrated yet. Yeah. Right. I didn't even know that. Right. I'm driving home with a, with a car full of brothers. Right. Harry Wilson had the car. He, it was his right. car and, and Tony Jeter. I'm driving back home. We're going back and forth, you know, and I, I just thought that was part of the deal. Yeah. Right. So we integrated – at Nebraska, when a lot of people weren't, uh-huh. you know, big uh, Michigan State started. Um, uh, big, uh, um, the head coach there, and that's where Coach Devaney started. They brought some guys up. They'd send some guys from the south. Uh, they'd come up there, and they integrated early. And Nebraska was was open minded, and, yeah. and we and we were integrated, and that that had a lot to do with it. Yeah, but Co- he was a Co- he was a hell of a coach. Now the way we practiced, and he didn't put up with any nonsense, and and we were physical. I mean, we were really physical. One of the things, coach, for me, like you know, I, I'm I'm obviously all the uh, football guys. I played basketball, and I I played in Milwaukee, and I'm I'm very with the Bucks, and I'm very familiar with the weather, and with you guys, how did you in your time? Get over that hump of getting them to come if they came from a southern state or if they came, 
Like, how did you get them to buy in? Because it's brick up there uh, in, in the Milwaukee in the winter. So how, how did you get them to understand that? I just told them, that, you know, you got a couple months. I said, well, you know, you go through football season. You got yeah. two weeks where it's going to be chilly. Yeah. But everybody else in the league yeah. is it's chilly. doing the same thing. Well, right? Yeah, it's a couple yeah. weeks. And I said, then, then you got a couple weeks to make it to Thanksgiving. You got, you got a break. Then we go to a bowl game. It's warm. warm. And then uh-huh. you semester break. You go home for, you go home for three weeks. Right. You come back. You tough out one more week. And then it's spring. That's nice. Right. Yes, sir. Then you got yeah. the lakes and you yeah. got all that stuff. So. I just didn't just make a big to sell deal it to it. I didn't make yeah. a big deal out of it. Yeah. And I didn't recruit many kids out of the school. <laughs> right, 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 right. Also, if they have I'm going to tell you something. If we recruited like they do now and you could bring them in in June, oh. if I could bring kids in Madison in June, I'd be a hell of a lot better recruiter than I was back then. <laughs> yeah, yes, we know uh, smarter about it. Uh, Coach, first of all, thank you for sitting thank down you. with us. Oh, and yeah, appreciate this. it, Coach. This is exceptional. Before we let you go, i got to ask, if you could get in the ear of Scott Frost, with the Husker blood that beats in you, what would you whisper to him to, to, to help guide him? That's really a good question. I, I, I follow them. I, I think they're, they're really close. You've got to play better defense, special teams. You gotta, you gotta, yeah, right, right. Yeah. You can't start. You got a defensive end. Hey, you got a defensive end. saying, get him out of here. You got a defensive end on the edge who's, who's yeah. giving you the thumb. <laughs> I think he's doing uh, a great job. Right. <laughs> we gotta get the athletic director straight yeah, away. Yeah, right. we gotta get him set down. We gotta get him set down. Trev Albert's basically telling yeah, Coach right. Alvarez, yeah, get out of here. Coach, how long are you? How long are you gonna be here today? I'm here. I got. I'm on. I'm on the podium tomorrow. Okay. Right. So can we take a break, switch chairs, and then bring you back after we get this defensive end uh, in, in, in you're here? You cut me off and get Trev in here. No, That's seniority. I got seniority. Right. Yeah. You have seniority. Everybody in the room. Listen. This is a picture we have to take. 